we're getting towards the end of the liturgical year now. Advent is coming up pretty quick, and the church is giving to us the Gospels that are speaking about either the end of times, or in this case, what eternal life is going to be like. If you note that it says here, the children of this world will take wives and husbands, but those who are judged worthy of a place in the other world and in the resurrection from the dead do not marry because they can no longer die, for they are the same as angels. It is this faith in the afterlife, the eternal life, which is implicit here. It also starts to give a brief description of what eternal life will be like. There are other passages that also give a brief interpretation of it, a stronger one, perhaps. But here, I think that what the church is asking of us to grasp is the importance of simply having faith in eternal life. Because when I read that first reading, it's from Maccabees. And Maccabees is showing us these martyrs. And in the midst of their martyrdom, they are saying that they have faith in eternal life, that the hands that will be cut off of them, the tongue that will be ripped out, will be given back to them in eternal life, and that God will give it back to them, and that in eternal life, God will judge the one who is doing it to them. And so I understand by this that the Lord here is asking us to make an act of faith in eternal life. I see this in my own life. I see it to be such an important thing to come back to time and time again. Am I living my life right now for eternal life? Do I have that, that act of faith that is active so that my everyday action is conformed to this great desire for eternal life? Am I moving forward in this great desire to be united with God for all eternity, to receive the happiness, the meaning, the joy that he has called for me to have? And so, if I live every day as if I'm living for eternal life, I won't be afraid. There are immediate consequences. I know in my life, look at my own history, the deaths in my family, it's at those moments where this really came forth, where I made these acts of faith in eternal life, that the Lord is there to receive those whom I love, and that perhaps, if God so wills, I will see them again in eternal life. That we will be together as brother and sister for all that we love with the love of God, with the Holy Spirit on this earth. We will continue to love them and be close to them in eternity. And it is so important to grasp that this act of faith is what allows us to not be afraid of death, to not be afraid. Of course, there's that natural fear that we have, that everyone should have if they're normal. There's a natural fear of death, and that is good, and we shouldn't lose that, right? But at the same time, even though I have this natural fear of death, I come back 
every day and make that act of faith, saying, I believe, Lord, that you are waiting for me, and I will not be afraid. This fear, which is natural, will not dominate me, for you alone have eternal life. And I trust in you, for you are my God. And so, <clears throat> in looking at what the Church is encouraging us to do today, I ask of you if you too can make this act of faith with me, this act of faith in eternal life, that God has called you and that he has loved you and that he has not left you alone. To make this act of faith that allows for you to really offer all that you are in love and hope while waiting to receive him, to receive all that God has given to you. So let us make this act of faith together. Lord, I believe that you are alive and that you have gone before me to prepare a room. And I ask that you might purify me of all sin and make me ready to receive you and help me to not be afraid no matter what the trial may be, that I may be ready to enter into your arms and that while on this earth I might live each day as if I am walking towards you and ready to be received into your arms. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.